Welcome to the Raising Confident Teens podcast, where we teach life and leadership skills to teens and their parents. I'm your host, Rachel, and today I'm joined by Rebecca and Jenna. Hi! Hi. <laughs> sounded like you're in stereo. It's all girls in the studio today. Have we ever done this before? No. No. First time ever. But don't tune out, guys, because what we're talking about is not just for the girls. So last week, we had a busy week. Our whole family went all different directions. Uh, The girls and I went on our first ever girls trip. No boys allowed. And Keith and Hudson, they went on a road trip uh, to take, they had to haul some furniture up to Keith's parents' house. And that was, they had a really long day. They left at like 8 in the morning and got there at like 2 or 3 in the morning. Because um, they had to stop at several places. But they had fun too. They got to go fishing like 2 or 3 times. So anytime they get to go fishing is a good day for them. Um, and then the little guy, he went to grandma and grandpa's for a sleepover. So we were everywhere. But um, just reflecting about this trip, it made me think of a quote by Michael Hyatt that says, what gets scheduled gets done. And I want to talk a little bit about what that means. Do you guys have an idea what that might mean? Like, if you're spending money on something to schedule it, then you're going to do it. Well, yeah. It wasn't talking about that exactly. But she does have a point. Yes, but with me, it's like, if it's written down, if you schedule it, if you don't just say you're going to do it, you have to write it down in your calendar. Right. But if you do put money towards it, you're going to yeah, that too. do it. Um, so there's so many things that we want to do, and many times we just put them on the list in our head where we keep these things that we want to do someday, but we don't take any concrete steps to make it happen. So if you really want to do something, the first big step is to set a date for when you want to do it. And I don't know why, but that triggers something in your brain that helps you figure out a way to make it happen. I know for us, there were so many years where we never really did anything fun. Uh, I don't know if it was because we felt like we didn't deserve it or we didn't have the money. I'm not sure, but we could have done more fun stuff. You know, stuff like camping, stuff that doesn't require a lot of money. But so we decided that we wanted to take this girl's trip. And my nature is to say, yeah, we should do that, and then I'd never get around to it. But I have a certain person in my family, (laughs) who would that be? Rebecca. (laughs) That is great at pushing me to do things. And everybody needs, I think everybody needs a pusher in their life. Especially if you're like that, where you tend to not always do stuff that you maybe should. She kept telling me, "Have have you booked it yet? And... I'd be like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And finally, I did it. And so and so we went. And one of the best things about planning fun things into your calendar is that you get the fun of anticipating the event. Cause Sometimes been... that's more fun than the actual event. <laughs> yes. Like, like, think about a vacation you went on with your whole family and all the... You... Dreamed of it for weeks and weeks, and you were so excited to go. Yeah, yeah. So we spent a lot of time talking about what? Food. We do and what we were going to eat. <laughs> we like to eat. 
Even down to the snacks. Yeah. And the girls saved all their own money for food and spending money. And we had a really good time. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting watching them have all these discussions among themselves. Like, I'm not paying $3 for a drink. I'm getting water. And, or, we have a gallon of tea back at the hotel. I'm waiting. And seeing them shop for deals and use coupons, it made my frugal heart proud. Right? This is you guys' first... If you guys are familiar with how we teach our kids about money, you know we turn stuff over to them. Once they get about sixth, seventh grade, and they've been doing it for a while, and this was, but this was their first trip. They had this, this was all their own money. Yep, I bought some food for the room, and um, you paid for the hotel, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and we it didn't really cost much because we had much credit card points, but they they were on their own for food, and they got to decide where we were going to eat. And what we we're gonna do. So, what did that feel like? Being responsible for grown up. Did you feel like that? Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Do um, you you feel in control? Yeah, you're not depending on your mom for money or something like that. Did you feel a lot more careful? Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh... well. Jenna spent way more than I did, so she's. <laughs> I I had Jenna saved had been saved and saved. Yeah, Jenna so. had been saved. They were planning on a sister trip anyway. That was kind of taken out of the picture because of Corona. So they they had saved up some money. Um, so the weather was great. It was a mostly relaxing, really nice time. Right. Yes. And I could have missed it if I hadn't have put it on the schedule. I could have easily missed it because I, I tend to be like I got work to do. I I don't have time for this kind of stuff. But we scheduled it, so it got done. So this concept that we're talking about it applies to not only vacations but also the productivity of our whole life, our day to day, everything we do. It's easy to be busy but not be product productive. Do you guys ever feel like that? I. I I've done stuff all day long, but I really didn't do anything productive. Rebecca's nodding her head. You're... Jenna's not well, sure. like, you can do stuff that wasn't productive. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you have to do stuff that's not productive. You like, have to give yourself a break. Well, I mean, like, laundry. It's well, productive. Well, I mean, that is but, productive. But, like, those kind of things to me are more like... Chore. Yeah. Chore. Yeah. It's something you have to do every day in our house. But I can do things all day long and piddle around sometimes and realize I really didn't do anything. I wasted time. I might have gotten on Facebook longer than I should have or something like that, right? So if I just work off a regular to-do list, though, I'm going to tend to do the easy things and the things that I most want to do that are on the list. Do you guys do that? If you have a to-do list? I normally start with the easy things and then I don't get around to the hard things. And you carry those same things over to every to-do list. over Every day. Yes, yes. Um, a couple months ago I did a training in the Facebook group about 
focusing on one your one big thing and planning your day around that taking your list and just narrowing it down and narrowing it down till you find the one most important thing that you need to work on um, so once you find that one thing though you need to block off time for it and put it on your calendar so how does this apply to like so if you're in school think about how how our school or our sports activities are designed they're designed to help you be productive the administration will block out all the days off they, they block out the test dates on the calendar and then the teachers work backwards and break everything down figure out when you should be taught each concept or like sports they figure out when all the tournaments are going to be and then the games and then they figure out the practices and what skills you need to work on when can you imagine if we didn't have tests or deadlines or tournaments, would we really get anything done? What do you think life would be like? You'd always be pushing it back. Yeah. Like, if you were to have... Procrastinating, keep pushing it off. <clears throat> yeah, if you were to, like, have a project for school or something and it didn't have a due date, then you wouldn't do it. Right. You just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sometimes, you know, even for adults, they get hired at a job and the job doesn't give them a whole lot of direction and they're just kind of put out there on their own. And if they don't know how to schedule and they don't learn how to do this, how to give themselves a deadline, they're not going to get a whole lot done at that job. They're not going to be very productive. So I want you to remember this tip. This one is good for both parents and teens. Schedule some stuff into your calendar plan out some of your time otherwise you get to the end of the week or the month or summer vacation and you realize you didn't really do anything other than take lots of naps amen <laughs> a lot of the concepts we talk about in raising confident teens work along with other principles so this would go along with goal setting what are your goals for the rest of this year or next year that's something you need to start thinking about you've got a couple more months left and then you start planning for next year but you still have time Scary. to get some stuff done yeah senior year she's getting to the end halfway there <laughs> I used to write out my goals every day and when I was doing it I felt like I was wasting my time and I quit because I was overwhelmed with lack of sleep because we had foster babies back then and I felt like a zombie but I found that notebook recently and I had hit almost all those goals even though I had quit writing them out every day I didn't hit them as soon as I had written the date but I hit them and they weren't necessarily little goals either so that says something you know I need to get back to doing that because what could I what could I accomplish if I really focused on working on my goals along with making sure to schedule and focus on the most important things, right? If you can make these habits a part of your life now while you're a teenager, while you're in high school or middle school, how much more productive will your life be? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca likes to nod her head and nobody can see her and nod her head. So schedule in some stuff, guys, and figure out what are the big steps. Put dates put dates on your calendar and break it down into smaller steps. Rebecca has been doing this. Uh, she's been doing the ACT, studying for the ACT test. So what's the, what's the first step? 
in doing the ACT? Well, first I took it once to see what I needed to work on. Right. But which was everything. (laughs) (laughs) So, but what was the very first, what's the very first, okay, you're going to do the ACT. What's the first thing? You schedule it. You schedule it. So that way you put it in your calendar and you see that you have how much time to study. Right. So what if you say to yourself, I need to take the ACT, but you don't pick a date? Well, then you're not going to be able to do it. Well, <laughs> not only that, well, you could you could sign up late, but you wouldn't be as prepared. No, if you wait till the last minute, you're gonna be a little. That's just, you're flustered. setting yourself up for failure. Right. So how do you do it? You pick the date. Pick the date, and then, then you I... figure out how much, how many days you have, right? Yep. And then I. And then I print out. Some full-length practice tests. Right. Work on a few of those, and then I focus on the areas that I'm struggling on. Maybe, like, some math concepts I need help with, or practice with the reading comprehension. And I had flashcards. Those helped a lot with science and English. So would you work on it a little bit every day? Yes. So if you, like... If you go in there and say to yourself, I have to study for the ACT for... I don't know how you... You've done it for hours and hours and hours. I didn't study as much as I could have. Right. I studied more for the SAT. If you knew you had to do, I don't know, 50 hours of study, that would be overwhelming if you just keep telling yourself, i got to study for 50 hours. You schedule an hour a day. So you just break it down and make it... It's 50 days... Bite size. Did you really study? No. No. Maybe half an hour. You study. There were some days where I would sit there and do it all afternoon. I don't know if that did more harm than good. Right. Like five hours. Right. And then some days I only got had fifteen minutes, but that's because I knew this one day I have way more time. I can do way more, and this one day I'm gonna be way more busy, and I'm only gonna have. So did you schedule it out at the beginning of the week? Or kind of tell yourself, I'm going to have more time here, I'm going to study it here? Kind of, but not really. So maybe that's what you should do in the future. Maybe. And for those of you like me that feel like you can't ever take a break, you can't afford it, you don't have the time, you especially need to make sure you schedule in something fun. Because let me tell you, that was fun. We had a lot of fun. And it was only two two nights. Yeah. But it's important for our physical and mental health. To schedule in some rest time like that. To just chill out and not have to answer the phone or... Deal with little children. Deal with little siblings. <laughs> and you got a break, yeah. So think about this that this week. Uh, time is one resource that we can't buy. So if we can become just a little bit more productive... It's like adding years to your life. I know it's easy when you're a teenager to just want to play around all the time. And I think you should play around some. But make sure you're being productive too. Right? Yep. Hope you guys enjoyed this chat. If you ever have any topic that you would love for us to cover, just let us know at podcast at raisingconfidentteens.com. If you like our content, we would love it if you would leave us a review and tell your friends about us. 
And parents, don't forget, we would love for you to join us in our private Facebook community at Raising Confident Teens Community. Have a great week.